Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Side Eye Number 5, The Fire Down Below. This is Kim, and I got to DM for Alex for once, and he, Sam, and Ben got to play some of their most ridiculous and optimized characters. Joining the Canaries team today are... Aoife Blackbane, Cleric of St. Isadora. Garthak, Goblin Champion, Barbarian. Doc Huckleberry, Dragonborn Paladin, Oath of Vengeance. Alright, so... The Tres Queso y Canar uh, group of you were recently put on parole and you were set to work with the Canaries and um, sent on your way to a little town called Fathom's Deep. So you, all you know is that there has been something with one of the dwarves' caves um, or one of the dwarves' passageways that um, needs some exploration. That's all that you know at the moment. So you arrive and there is a lovely field that has like a little mm, maybe 20, 25 by 20 uh, shed in the middle of it with a couple of dwarves standing outside and that's all you see but this is the location you were supposed to come to what do you do? I hate dwarves why are we doing this again? well now Garthak and Doc Huckleberry lowers his cowboy hat a little bit his duster blowing in the breeze now we did a bad thing we gotta abide by the laws of the land though there's only glory in combat what we did was wholesale slaughter to that king and his family. It was a bloodbath in there, so now we have to help these dwarves. Yeah, but that was the chief's fault, not ours. Well, be it as it that may be, but we got to take responsibility for our actions. That's Pull so ourselves up by our bootstraps. I don't have bootstraps. I well, pull myself up by my loincloth. However you need to pull yourself up, you just pull yourself up. And Garthak grabs his loincloth and wraps around himself and pulls. And, I did it. That's a disturbing sight. Thank you. What do you think? Aoife. Eve. Spelled A-O-I-F-E. Aoife. It's Aoife. Aoife? Yeah. We murdered a king and his court together and you still don't know his name. Well, it's spelled stupid. It is. <laughs> I can't read, but yeah. Whatever keeps us out of prison. I agree. Mm, I could just fight our way out of prison. Yeah, but then they're just gonna come. They're gonna bring us back. Mm, but then we get to fight more. That's true. We could just kill all of them. Yeah. See? Everybody wins. Yes, yeah. everybody wins. There are laws of the land for a reason. I know a sheriff back when I was sheriff of uh, Pepper Ridge. So you had two sheriffs? No, I was the sheriff of Pepper Ridge. But you knew a sheriff in Pepper Ridge. No, I said back when I was sheriff of Pepper Ridge. That's your newest sheriff. No, I did. I know myself. Okay. Can we really know ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's a mighty fine question. and One I must ponder. But we do have a job to do. So yes. let's make our way. Hey there, dwarven fellows. <laughs> Hello. Hey, you, you must be the Canaries, eh? Nope, we are the Tres Quetzals y Canaries. Garthak, but yes. we're working for the Canaries today. Hey, if you want to come inside, we got uh, we can get you down to the, the, the Fathom's Deep. Cool. Or if you want to go by the tunnel over yonder, uh, it's about a day's journey down whichever way you'd like to go. Well, Which has more bad guys? Aye, there's some 
I don't know that we got any bad guys, but uh, if you come on down, you can check out this this hole that maybe there is bad guys. Uh, we we don't know. It just collapsed. I hate collapsing holes, especially dwarven collapsing holes. So what you're saying to make sure I understand this, there there's a hole that we're going down to, but it collapsed. So you want us to go into a collapsed hole? Ugh, nah, there's a, there's a, it's a mining settlement down there. So, you know, when the, the dwarves come, we're mm, a ways from the major dwarven city. But uh, if you, we have like a settlement down there where there's a nice open chamber and we've got some, some nice little houses. And that's where we, we have kind of our base for, for mining out from. And there was one tunnel that's been around for centuries that we had an ore cart going down. And all of a sudden, one day, uh, they were uh, bringing their ore cart back and it was all full of uh, all of the things that we were were mining. And ore. it just fell through the floor. Oh, yes, ore. So there's a hole in the hole. <laughs> I, you could put it that way. Man, you so, were just filled with deep philosophical thoughts today. <laughs> Thank you, Doc. Well, let's so, uh, cut to the chase. Mm. I'm for taking the shorter path, serving our time quicker, and I get home to my wife. Yep. Yes. What a fine woman <laughs> she is, too. <laughs> yes, she is. Oh, alrighty then. Uh, if you come on inside, we'll we'll get you on the lift, and we'll get you down there. Well, that's so as account. you walk into the building, um, it's it looks from the outside like it's just a wooden, kind of like a... Almost just a, a, not quite a lean-to, but real rough. Like, it looks like they just threw it together very quickly. And inside, there is a floor, and the in the very middle of it, there's about a 20 by 20 foot platform that has railings around the edge. And then there's like some huge contraption towards the back of the, the hut that the um, your dwarven companion walks around to the other side. All right. Uh, if you just get on the middle there, uh, I'll, I'll start it down and you'll be there in mm, 10 minutes or so. Mighty kind. Now, how do we get back out? Well, when it's time to come back out, you, you just ask the guy on the other end. And you can see there's like a, uh, almost like a old, old-timey old telephone, but you guys wouldn't know that. There's like a horn sticking out of the wall. Mm. And so, are you going to get onto the middle of it? <laughs> Anyone scared of heights? Uh, no. I'll go stand right there in the middle of it. We've got a mission to do. All right. And he leans over to the uh, horn in the wall and goes, All right, we got three coming down. And then he flips some switches and things. And then you start to lower down quite quickly, actually. Um, So it's a little bit discombobulating. You're not quite used to this, but do. Oh, wow. This is almost like flying. Yeah, sure. I've never done that. So How dark is it in here, Kim? Uh, so as you are starting to descend, it goes completely black after about twenty feet, um, or no, about two hundred feet of drop. Well, as that happens, um, you'll you'll see uh, Ifa. She takes off her helmet, and her skin glows very faintly. And then she casts the light cantrip, and the whole place uh, brightens up as she puts it on her breastplate. Mighty kind of you, my my dragonborn eyes don't see so well in this dark. Yes, um, well, we'll always have a light to go by with me. How do dragonborns not have dark vision? <laughs> I ask myself that every day, Gartha. <laughs> do they seriously not have dark vision? No. They do not. 
Wow. That's why I thought it was great to make a uh, dragon board for an underground mission. Perfect. I obviously didn't think about it, but uh, yeah, in retrospect, that was stupid. This is going to be real fun. It's okay. I have the dark vision spell. Cool. Okay. So uh, eventually you get down to the bottom and uh, already at the bottom, there is somebody, another dwarf there waiting for you. And uh, she, uh, you can't quite tell if it's a she, very nice full beard for a woman. Um, She just starts walking away and goes all right then come on okay yes okay. ma'am and she what is your you name oh i son of a bitch <laughs> 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 i didn't name this one um oh i name's mariada ah mariada nice to meet you do you have any children <laughs> <laughs> uh Nay, I, I haven't had a chance to have any children yet. I'm, I'm quite young for a dwarf, and I'm I'm just down here uh, mining's my passion, you know? Like, oh, getting down in there and just finding all the, the really good... Oh, gold is my favorite, but whatever I can find to, to pull out of the mine and, and bring us some, some more uh, glory and, and honor, because that's what we do here. What's the name of your favorite bar? <laughs> Well, I, I like a good uh, a good bar of <laughs> a gold, uh, but as oh, far as gold bar. go. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, you were leading us somewhere. Sorry for uh, distracting you. I, I don't often get to talk about my passions around here. It's mostly just go and do your work. Don't mind well, it. Let your passion be your guide, ma'am. I... And she uh, continues walking on. And you get to uh, a hut kind of near an entrance... And inside, you are led to talk to another dwarven man. Oh, I, oh, mm, okay. So we have a hole and inside it goes all the way. It's a good 500 feet down. We wow, lost some good men. I, well, it's a deep hole. We don't know how big the hole is. What's the diameter of the hole? Uh, well, it's probably 40 foot across. But the, it's only as wide as the corridor, so it's a good 20 foot wide. 20 by 40 or so. And uh, so we lost one of our best ore carts and the man to go with it. And uh, we also, we sent a scout down looking for, to see what was happening. And oh boy, he uh, he just didn't come back. We we sent him down five days ago now. And uh, I'm, I'm afraid that might be the case. So, you know, after- they died doing what they loved. Mining and scouting. I, uh, he was one of our best. Uh, he, he used to find us some of the best veins of, oh, everything you could think of. He even found some mithril. That was, mm, best find we'd had. But, uh, so he went, went looking down this hole and, um, there's, he disappeared, like I said, five days ago. After three days, we went and sent for you guys. And now you're here. All right. Well, don't you worry. I'm sorry, what was your name? You can just call me Burnham. Mr. Burnham, I, I can track a hawk on a cloudy day. I'll be able to find your lost, well, they're dead bodies of the lost men. There, there's oh. no sky here. Well, I'm saying that's really hard to do normally. Oh, uh-huh. And I can do it because I'm a good at tracking. You're, you're, you're screwing with my metaphor here. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Mr. Burnham, don't worry. If there's anything dangerous there, we'll mercilessly slaughter it. So We will kill it, and we will kill it good and dead. Yes. That is what we enjoy. We are not Trace right. Kato-y carnage. <laughs> I thought you were canaries. Well, we are for right now because we have to do our duty to the law, but no, we are Trace Kato-y carnage. 
you well. know, um, it, 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 it really uh, just comes to mind now, Doc, that it's, uh, it's a crazy thing that they would get prisoners and give them weapons and then tell them to go kill and slaughter things, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, they know that we are honorable creatures. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't really have an answer for our justice system. I just know it's the right system of justice. Oh, of course. Yes. Uh, well, anyway. I'll lead you down the corridor. It's a good mm, 600 feet this way. Okay. And he leads you to the hole. Lead the way. All right. So you get to the area. And indeed, it's a normal... If you've ever been in a dwarven mining settlement, it is one of the main artery, main um, corridors that leads down. So it's a good 20 foot wide, uh, and then it's nice and hewn out and supported where needed and things like that. And you get there, and um, none of you are dwarves, so you probably wouldn't notice this. Never mind. Uh, but you get there, and then there's a couple of doors standing on this side of the hole. And uh, they, as they see you approach, they go, Mr. Barnum, uh, are these the, the men coming to investigate? No, we just decided to wander in here. And, and we we prefer people. I, I, <laughs> I oh, um. Yeah, I've, that's pretty sexist of you. Especially when it's clearly a, 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 a very beautiful woman here named <laughs> Eva. <laughs> Eva. <laughs> Uh, I think it's Aofi. <laughs> Don't you mind? We we will solve your problems for you. So you can see that there's kind of a uh, a lever pulley system up above, and there's a rope that is tied off on the wall, like it was on the wall next to the hole. There's now a rope kind of pinioned in there like it's being held down. And then there's a pulley system over the top so that um, they can haul you back up. So they start to pull this rope back up and there's kind of a, a platform. It's not nearly as secure and cool as the last one was, but they were like, well, this is the best we could do for a lift, but it's a good 500 feet down. So you'll want to get on and, and hold on tight because I'm not sure how uh, how well we can hold you up, but we'll do our best. That only inspires confidence. Uh, well, onto the platform, I guess, my good friends. Oh, by the way, um, at the bottom of this hole, uh, would it be rather uh, dark or is the lighting situation nice and good? And Oh, um, one thing you will notice as you climb onto the platform that there is definitely like heat coming up from the hole. And you can kind of like, if you look down around the edges of this platform, there's kind of a faint glow, but you're not quite sure where that's coming from. But it, but it is below us. Yes. Okay. And it's a blue glow. I see. Uh, so, well, that answers my question. Thank you very much. I, um, I, I, I wouldn't imagine you'd have much trouble seeing with your shiny breastplate there. Uh, no, but that's, uh, and as he says that, uh, she's actually going to dismiss it so it gets <laughs> all dark. Yes, but in dangerous situations, you don't want to be lit up like a beacon. Um, that's... makes it much harder to kill things that way. I, I see. Um, well, hopefully there's nothing to kill, and he just, like, got hurt or something, but uh, best of luck to you. Well, hopefully there's nothing to kill. That's quitters talk, my good man. <laughs> well, um, good luck then, I guess. Yep. Theos' divine glory can only be found in the orgy of combat. <laughs> I see. Um... He just looks at you like, okay, <laughs> it's nothing to say to that. 
and they start to lower you down. Um, you know what? As as we're uh, uh, lowering down, um, Aoife's gonna turn to Doc and she'll say, um, Doc, look into my eyes for a moment. All right. He looks into your eyes with his deep red dragonborn eyes. And she'll eyes. poke you in the eyes and cast dark vision. <laughs> Ow. Oh. And you see his like, he's got like a Sam Elliott style mustache, like bristles. Yeah. He snorts a little bit. Better? Oh, much better. Thank you. You're welcome. How long does that last? Eight hours. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, so pretty useful. No kidding. All right. So as you are descending... Good news is the dwarves up top were strong enough to keep it steady the whole way down. So no deck saves for you. Um, but as you're descending, it is a giant cavern. And from, let's see, what's the furthest dark vision any of you have? 120 feet? 60. 60. 60. Um, so you can see uh, 60 feet around you is just open space. There's nothing. And there's like a faint glow kind of from a distance, but you can't really see anything other than it's just kind of glowing. Is it also blue? Yeah, that's the blue glow. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Uh, can we hear anything? Um, you can hear... I'm trying to think if you would hear this from down the hall. Yeah, there's, there's a little bit of water splashing. And as you're coming down, like, it's extremely warm. Like, the dwarf camp was a normal cave temperature of, like, 50, 60 degrees. But once you start coming down into the hole, it warms up significantly. So it's probably a good 75, 80 degrees right now in this room. Wow, it's hotter than the nine hells down here. Hmm. Have you been to them? No, it's just a turn of phrase. Oh. Garthak, you have a... Uh issue with taking things literally my friend thank you it, it's uh, it's often a, a, a fault of uh, philosophical people that they take things literally yeah what's this i understand <laughs> so as a philosophical goblin what are your thoughts about the hole within the hole um i believe that double the hole double the monsters double the fun killing them i agree I agree. It's like one hole is a flat circle and two holes. That's a spherical circle, but it's still flat. Yes, that's what I was thinking. You looked into my mind and you and you plucked that out. We are simpatico. Simpatico. And then Doc takes out a little cigarillo and lights it. Okay, so you get to the bottom <laughs> of the hole. <laughs> You're now 500 feet further down. And uh, as the platform lands, it's kind of wobbly because it's actually on a pile of rubble. And you can see now off to the side, there is an ore cart that's been turned over and all of its contents are on the floor. And then there's a dead body as well. And you can't see um, anybody else. So apparently whoever the scout was at least didn't die this just immediately upon impact. So that's good. Uh, can I get out and check the body over to see if I can figure out what killed him? Yes. Give it a medicine check. Cool. Uh, 13. He fell and he broke his neck and oh. everything else. <laughs> I'm going to roll an investigation check and try and figure out um, if I can see anything like structural damage or anything that looks like the wood was cut or, you know, anything that would have created a, or 
So it would have been, it wasn't like a track over um, no, a, a chasm. Um, it was it was the actual ground itself. So yes. um, I want to look and see if there's any kind of digging marks or anything that looks uh, suspicious as to why the, the actual, or why it caved in. Well, you're 500 feet from the ceiling now. Um, right, but I want to look on the ground and see if there's anything that would indicate, because if something's clawing oh. into the earth to drop it down, I'm going to be able to see those claw marks, ideally. Right. It, okay, and, and you rolled a 20. A 20? Okay. So you can see in this floor, um, it looks very much just like a natural cave. Mm -hmm. There's a few stalactites, once I go up, um, here on the floor. Uh, there's only three big ones and then a couple of um, smaller ones kind of throughout. But otherwise, it just looks like very natural cave floor. It's kind of uneven in spots because apparently the way the water ran through or what have you. Is there anything suspicious or anything that indicates a, a direction? Um, or does it look like, this, you know, are, I mean, or am I seeing any kind of footprints around anything that's out of the ordinary? So off to, you're going to be to think if there would be footprints yeah there would be uh at least a couple sets of footprints around because there's the the scout mm -hmm. that was there and he took off let's see um be to your west uh so he took off to the west and there is a couple of other sets of footprints that look like um they're the, the feet are a bit smaller and you can't quite tell what they are but can i roll a survival see if i can figure it out sure i failed i rolled six all right no. yeah they're creatures. You have no idea. Well, now the scout went that away. And so the other footprints look like they went the opposite direction? They're they're kind of all over the place. Um, okay. Does it look like any of them followed the scout's footprints? No. Okay. If anything, the scout was trying to follow maybe some of their footprints. Like, it looks a little confused at first, but then you see the definite trail going west. Gotcha. Hmm. Well, I reckon we should go that away. Yes. Sounds Anybody fun. know how to appraise ore, by the way? Probably not. Okay. No. All right. Okay. Well. So you start, uh, are you all kind of going as a group? Are you in a line? What's the marching order? Well, um, well I'll lead up the front, I guess. And uh, No, I don't, I don't know that that's, that's correct there, Miss Eva. Uh, well, you know you, Doc, uh, always pushing to get in the front of everybody. Well, it's just now I'm, I'm a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. And uh, I can take a blow a little bit more than you, Miss Evelyn. <laughs> I, I, I see. And mm -hmm. uh, what of our uh, our journeys would lead you to believe that, Doc? Well, I think when we look at the time that we fought the great centipede of flatulence, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. do you not remember how the noxious fumes came down? And Plum knocked you up first. I, I was able to withstand it, and Garthak and you were just plum knocked out and i had to drag you both back and then i went in there and charged myself uh no i don't but maybe that was because i was knocked out when i, I came to why. i do remember you retching for a good hour because of the fumes retching over a dead centipede of flatulence yes <laughs> but that really had less to do with those initial fumes and had more to do with, with after i cut open its sternum and uh, all I, that gas escaped i see you know. Well, it, Doc, it was a different knock, but regardless, I was up and you were down, and that is why I'm up front. Well, I can't argue with you there, Doc. Go ahead, lead the way, our glorious leader. Sure, cannot see in the dark. Well, I can now. I mean, this is a team effort, and I really do appreciate that, Miss Anna. So, <laughs> so, um, Doc okay. will take out his long sword and his shield and 
lead the way. Okay. I, I will also take out my longsword and shield and follow him. I always have my longsword out because it just drags behind me on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you're walking, um, you're you're following the footprints and they lead and there is a natural opening that's 45 feet wide and about 30 feet tall. I'd say that's about 45 feet wide and about 30 feet tall, you reckon? <laughs> Oh, good eye. I was thinking 25 feet tall, but yeah, that didn't sleep no. Yeah, well, I'm a little bit taller. It's easier to see up high and measure things that way. I that was about sense. to say the same thing. All right, I want to keep my eye. I'm going to roll a perception check to see if I notice anything or hear anybody around us. I rolled a three, so... Um. Yeah, you, you hear the three of you talking. Yeah, he's <laughs> just not used to those new eyes. Um, anybody uh, else? Oh. oh, sure, of course. Um... 13. It sucks. <laughs> okay, so uh, Garthak is uh, too busy staring at Doc Huckleberry's whatever he's doing. Um, he's a he's so tall. I yes. cannot see over him. And uh, Aifa, you notice that there are um, quite a few tracks going off to the it'd be to the south of you leading from the store, but there's also a bunch going into the door, so it's kind of that pathway. Well, it seems that there's a door over here, gentlemen. Um, if you would like to lead the way, our glorious leader. I do, and I run over and I kick the door in. <laughs> there's no door, it's an archway. Good job. Damn it. Door. <laughs> door. Sorry, I said archway. I was so excited. I, I wanted to kick the door in. <laughs> All right. Well, I run, I go it's over a there. entrance. Okay, so you walk down the hall. <laughs> um, and about 300 feet or so in, there is a door. There's two doors, actually. There's one to the right and to the left. I kick the one on the right end. I kick the one on the left. <laughs> and I look at both of them exasperatedly. <laughs> um, okay. Roll door on, I kick the door in. What do I roll? Uh, strength. Like just straight strength or athletics or? You're kicking a door down. So yeah, I, mean, I would athletic. say oh, probably straight strength. Because it's not really an athletic feat. It's an athletic feat of strength. Bro. Oh, shit. 20. 11. Not natural. Okay. And uh, <sighs> <laughs> Garthak was going to the left, right? I don't know. Whichever one he's not going to. Okay. Okay. So, Doc, you kick the door and uh, it makes a thudding sound. Here, let me help you, Doc. And then Aoife's going to try and kick it in. (laughs) Okay. That's a seven. That's for sure not uh, (laughs) happening. Oh, you're so strong, Aoife. You also make a nice thudding sound. All right. Um, I I open the door. What about Garthak? Yeah, we'll get Garthak. (laughs) Garthak, your door springs open. Uh, so which way do you want to try to go first? Uh, this one's open, because I'm strong. Not I'm like strong. you are, two little girls. What? I, I find that <laughs> offensive, guys. I, I find that offensive too, but for clearly different reasons. <laughs> well, so... Okay, well, go ahead and roll me a perception check if you're going into the door to the left. Let's do it. All right. Uh, that's a crit fail for three. It's a okay. Six. That's a crit fail for two. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> I have... That's impressive. <laughs> There's a big difference between rolling as a player and as a DM, I'm finding. Holy crap. I've not rolled. This is just ridiculously bad rolls. <laughs> oh, when you're just rolling 400 times a night rather That's than true. four. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. So far, okay. the benchmark for perception checks this evening is 13. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, five so, better than our regular podcast. <laughs> True. So you walk in this room, and it is approximately oh, this one's kind of a funky shape. So you go in, and it veers off to the uh, right, and then it kind of opens up into a more cavernous area. But built into the wall are shelves, and y'all just see the shelves. You're like, oh, cool! There's stone shelves here. Oh, cool. The stone shelves here. Is there Very anything cool on the shelves? shelves you don't see that. You're just really impressed with these shelves. Okay, well, I'll walk up and go to look and see these very impressive shelves. Uh, Did we get the scout's like name? Oh, I'm sorry. No, you didn't get the scout's name. Our He's scout. scout. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so, yeah, on the shelves, there's an assortment of... Um, there's, like, some dried out... Kind of looks like mushrooms, maybe? You're not quite sure. Um, some various gems. Uh, there's like a little box that's filled with um, something kind of sparkly. Like it looks like some kind of rock dust. You're not quite sure what kind. Um, well, I'll go ahead and pocket the gems. Okay. Yes. Um, so there's. Inspect the rock dust. See if I can figure out anything about it. Does it look abrasive or. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's like um, y if you pick it up, it's like really. <laughs> The only thing I can think of, like, it's, yeah, it, well, it's like um, uh, uh, the 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 basically what goes into lava, the kind of pumicey. Oh, okay, pumice, uh, yes. Yeah, basically. Okay. So that's it's dust version of that. Cool. Um, well, I will pocket that also. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just take. You all singing anything over there, Miss Angelina? Uh, <laughs> no, Doc. Uh, nothing of interest over here. All right. Yeah, it just seems like random bits and bobs. Are there any? In I'll look and see if I see any other footprints or anything of that nature. <laughs> Christ. The floor in here is stone, so no. Okay, but nothing, nothing like disturbed dust, no dust or anything like that. Okay, well, I rolled a six anyway, so no. Okay. No, She's you're still really impressed. <laughs> These shelves are just super fantastic. <laughs> well, this uh, room seems to be a dead end. Maybe we should try uh, the other one. All right. Back, can you open the door for us, please? I will Actually, try. Okay. Uh oh. <laughs> so, um, as you are investigating the shelves, you hear behind you uh, some footsteps, and there's kind of a glowing. Um, it, it, there's kind of a glow, an orange glow coming in ahead of this person. So, uh, shoot at it. Okay, you want to roll initiative? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Duh, what are you thinking? Um, okay, cool. 16. 19. So, um, as he's walking in the room, Garthak, you said you were going to take a shot at him. Is that correct? Yep. And what okay. does he look like? Or do we know? Okay. So, as he's walking in, he is kind of glowing a little bit. Mm -hmm. And he is shaped like a five-foot newt. And he has oh. some lovely armor on and a sword in his hand. Okay. How far away is he? I realized that. I should have asked. Uh, he is approximately 20 feet away because he's standing in the doorway. Unless you didn't go all the way into the room, like to the other end. 
Oh, I, I don't even know. If we were we were by the shelves, so that was right at the beginning, right? Yeah. 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 So you're like ten feet from him. Oh, okay. Then never mind. I'm but gonna. The, so the room, like you enter the room, and then it's like around a corner. So you're at shelves, kind of over on the wall, and he can't quite see you yet because he hasn't gotten around that first corner. So you don't technically have a straight shot, but you can try if you want. Oh, okay. No, I'll just hold my action and ready my longsword. Okay. So. okay, so you're not actually attacking. Got uh, it. No, not yet. All right. If I can't see him, I'm not going to attack. Hey, now, friend. Hello. Oh, not me. No, not you. Okay, so Doc is the, the first one up. Yep. Hey, well, I mean, does this, is he menacing at all? He's holding a sword. I mean, he heard you pounding on the door, so he came to look. Oh, there, friend. Now, we are looking for a fight, but maybe not with you. What are you? Actually, do you speak? Uh, oh, yeah, you do. You speak. I speak. What language are you speaking in? Let me start that. I will speak common? in common or yeah. Well, would I know anything about this area? Like, do I'll just speak in Dwarvish because I think that's probably what everybody okay. lives in, right? So that'd be a good guess, yeah. Oh, what okay. is what was he speaking in? Uh, Ignan. Oh no. <laughs> anyone? So, anyone? None of us. What is it? No. Ignan. Ignan. I don't even know what that is. I don't, I've never heard of it. It's the it's the language that uh like uh, fire elementals and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I've paid attention to that before. <laughs> Uh, um, okay, so with you not responding, he's going to switch to Draconic. Uh, what are you? In, in Draconic, I'll say, we are the Trace Queso Carnage. We are looking for a dwarven scout that got lost down here. Where did you come from? We came from the big, bright upper world. Where did you come from? Big, bright... We have always been. This is our home. Well, we we find it mighty accommodating. Thank you very kindly. Um, But, you know, we're just looking. Have you seen this little dwarven guy? Big beard, short stature, you know, any points at Garthak? Not quite as as short as him, but, you know, not as tall as myself or uh, Miss Evangelina. (laughs) There was a hairy man. He did not make it. Mm. Well, there was one who didn't make it for sure. Are you saying this other one didn't as well? I mean, we're not talking about the hairy man with the big, uh, you know, rocks. You see him? See, yes. He fell from above. Mm. Yeah. Ig, what is it? Imix sent him to us. Imix, is that like your god or whatnot? Yes. Imix is the only god we worship. Well... Have I got a treat for you? <laughs> See, up in, uh, I guess, what would be the equivalent of your outer space, we worship this <laughs> god called Theos. <laughs> and, you know, it was before Theos came along, it was like all, you see how we got a ladrin and a goblin and then myself as a dragonborn. We're a weird combination and, and the, the uh, races used to fight each other just based off of that. Like goblins, especially, it, it was a sad time. You know, the goblin genocides that would happen and uh, Theos brought us all together. So, you know, there there is more. I don't know this IMAX. Maybe uh, maybe this IMAX is a, a great and multidimensional god. But, when it, you know, I'm, I'm just saying there's there, there's more than one out there. Praise I- be. 
don't know what you're talking about. Well, I thought I, I, I articulated but my my language very clearly. Imex mm -hmm. is the god here. Well, we don't abide other people. And as he says that, two more uh, warlocks walk up behind him. Well, fuck. <laughs> Um, you took your entire term to talk, so yeah. Aoife, what are you doing? Aoife. Um, are Sorry. they looking menacing? Uh, yeah. There's yeah. three of them. They now have their swords out. Okay, well, the one uh, closest to us, I'm going to proceed to walk up to him and uh, hit him rightly in the head with my longsword. Uh, okay. uh, that's a 23. Nice. That does indeed hit. Okay. Um, for eight slashing damage. Um, okay. And uh, then uh, what I will do is, since uh, my my friend Doc is right there next to me, I will use my uh, bonus action to cast the spell Warding Bond upon him. And okay. uh, he will now, uh, well, I will have to, uh, I, I'll, burn, I'll burn sorcery points, basically, to quicken that so that it becomes a uh, bonus action spell instead of a full action spell. Um, just so I can get this working properly. Uh, so, Doc, your AC goes up by one, nice. and you gain resistance to all damage, um, but I have to take the other half for you. Okay, cool. And that is uh, Aoife done. All right, I'll take my turn now, if you please. Oh, you jump in? Okay, cool. Yeah, and attack. I'll do the same one that um, Aoife attacked. Okay. All right. Oh, so bonus action, reach. Huh? I was going to say, it's only like a five, no, 10 foot doorway. No, 10 foot doorway would be huge. It's a five foot doorway. Yeah. So there's only one that you can get to. Oh, okay. Without like squeezing past the other. Got it. All right. All right. So uh, reckless attack. Okay. Rage. Um, crit. Oof. Nice. And uh, so let's roll. Um, so that is, what? Okay. Yeah. So that is 13 slashing. Oof. Nice. Okay. Seems so little. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then the second attack okay. for 22. And that is 13 damage alone by itself. Nice. Okay. So 13 both times. So yeah. 26 damage. Okay. And then I will use my... Oh, no. I can't. I am there. Okay. Okay. So you're standing right in front of him then? Yeah. I guess however what's-his-face is situated. So. Okay. So the... Uh... Warlock in front of you. That's a ranged. Okay. Um, he is going to attempt to throw a firebolt at you for eleven. That's a miss. Didn't think it was gonna hit. Uh, so it goes wide and it hits the the wall behind you, and then the other two behind him do the same thing. Ah. Uh, next one is a sixteen to hit. Miss. And twenty-two to hit. That hits. For a whole two damage. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, okay, um, and that's their turn done. Now we go back to the top of the round. Which is me. Yay. All right, same thing. Reckless attack. Okay. 25 for 15. Okay. Oh, and then 22 for 14. Okay. And then uh, I will. He's looking real bad. All right, then I will disengage and move back uh, to dock. All right. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm first going to uh, cast Hunter's Mark. 
Okay. So, um, and that is a bonus spell. And I'm going to run up and just I get this dude in my longsword. 23. Nice. That hits. For six points of damage. Plus and five. What does it look like as you take him down? And plus, I got the four from Hunter's Mark. Okay. Um, so, as yeah, I take him down. I, I run up and I take my sword and I bring it down on his shoulder. If he has any armor on, it just kind of basically where the neck meets the collarbone. It mm-hmm. goes right in there, slices down. And as I pull it up, his head kind of lolls to the side like it totally snapped his spine because it went so far down. And then he falls over. Awesome. All right. So then there's the two behind it. Do you want? Do you have any more attacks behind that? Um, I do. Hold on. Do do. Uh, wait, I can't do what I wanted to do. So, yep, I'm going to attack, run up to the one behind that, and then okay. attack 21, 7, okay. and then Hunter's Mark. Another 4, so 11 points of damage. Which one did you Hunter's Mark? It transfers. Oh, okay. So 7, 4, that adds so up to a number. 11. Thank you. <laughs> and that's all slashing, right? Or was Hunter's Mark force? Hunter's Mark's magical, I believe. So, whatever. Okay, got it. Alrighty, uh, that brings us to uh, Aifa. Actually, you know what? I did Aifa. that wrong. Uh, I can do Hunter's Mark on somebody else beginning next turn, not this turn. So there's only seven points of damage. Aha. Okay. Um, well, Aoife, uh she's just going to uh, lift up her hand and then expend a superiority die and go, uh, could you hit him again for me, please, Doc? And use Commander's Strike. So, uh, Doc, can you swing at him for me? Absolutely. And add uh, four to whatever damage you make. All right. Well, I rolled nine plus four, so 13. Does Hunter's Mark apply if you're commanding a strike as well? It's not going to apply because it it doesn't apply. It didn't apply this turn on the new person. You can only assign it to one. So um, since that character died, who I already assigned it to, I can reassign it next turn. Um, I just can't assign it until next turn. Got it. So, no, it doesn't. So, no, it doesn't. And uh, that will end Aoife's turn. So, the next uh, newt, shiny guy with armor is going to attack. Where can I check? Okay. Um, all right. So, now that you are standing in front of it, um, it's swinging at you for a 15 to hit. At oh, me? Yes. Because you're standing in front of it, correct? Yeah. Doc. I, I um, Doc just raises his shield and bounces it off like it's nothing. Of course he does. All right. Uh... Windows, not enough screens. Okay. So the second one then goes to attack. And he's going to try something called Scorching Ray. He gets three uh, rays of this. So he's going to hit, try to hit each one of you, but that's an eight. So that clearly doesn't hit any of you. Mm-mm. Awesome sauce. No, it does not. <laughs> All right. Well, that's what they did. Very cool. All right. And, um, now that you're like out in the hallway kind of uh just so you know across the way that door is open from where you were trying to kick it in before okay cool i think it's your turn there oh um, garthak yep, we're back around to garthak all right i run up and reckless attack 23 it's a good thing i did because that was a crit fail on the other one 14 slashing all righty and then second attack 18 to hit for another 14 slashing. All right. And then I disengage and move away again. <laughs> Actually, uh, what does it look like as you take him down with that second hit? Um, so I cleave into him and I just 
I think that, uh, you know, he's probably going to stand up because the other one was so tough. And as I run away, disengaging, uh, my sword nicks like his artery. And then he just like gushes blood out and dies. So it's entirely <laughs> accidental. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. So you have one left in the hallway there and we are back to doc it's your turn all right we'll charge up to him and i'll put hunter's mark on him and attack with my longsword 23 12 slashing and then add hunter's mark so another three so that's total 15 okay and once again swing and that's a 28 to hit with a 10 and hunter's mark adds another three so that's 13 so we got a total of 28 points of damage nice and as I'm swinging and hitting, I'm saying, Trace, Taiso, E, Carnage. <laughs> okay, very good. Uh, Aoife, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I will walk up to him and take a swing at him with my longsword. Uh, 13? Uh, oh, actually. That one actually misses. What? Wow. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend a war priest's blessing so that I get to swing at him again. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, 26 this time. That does hit for sure. Uh, for 11 slashing damage. Alrighty. Nice. And then I am done. <sighs> Holy buckets. You guys are bananas. Okay. <laughs> um, so he's going to try that scorching ray thing again. 19 to hit Two. all of you. Yeah. One bolt for each of you. Uh, that does indeed hit me. Yeah. That does hit, yeah. Okay. What, what is your so, normal stuff? Y'all take nine fire damage. I'm normally at uh, 18. Okay. Nine fire damage. Okay. And that's all he can do. But behind him um, in the room, you hear some chanting, just so you know. Uh, so you know there's at least somebody else so, in the room. So by in the room, you mean in the, not the hallway we came from, but the other room? Okay, cool. Yeah, other room across the hall. There's no. Cool. So after we take care of these, we're going to take a short rest, right? <laughs> uh, because that's what we do when people are chanting <laughs> you in other chanting. rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so next up is Garthic. All right, run up and smackaroo. Another crit. Damn. Because nice. I crit on nineteen twenty, so um, and still that was a that's 19. a lot of nineteen and twenties you're rolling. Yes. No kidding. Uh, so. What's it look like as you take him down? Oh, okay. So, hmm. I run up and does this thing have legs? Yes. Okay. So I run up and I just kind of jump dive and just with the long sword like straight up above me, I slide between his legs and just cleave him in two. <laughs> and now I'm behind him. And he's just whoop, on either side. Falls apart. Excellent. <laughs> Stand up and stretch and like, oh, that was so good. It's been a while. It felt real good. Yes. And I hear chanting. Maybe more to kill? Oh, yes. Um, oh, and Doc, you would have taken half of that nine, by the way. Ooh, cool. Oh, right, because you're Dragonborn. Yeah. No, uh, because of the no. the warding bond that I cast on him. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What kind of Dragonborn are you? I am gold. All right. So as you poke your head into the room, you see three uh, shapes. Well, there's one guy that's chanting in front of a flaming brazier on top of a, a table altar thing made of stone. And there's a river of magma going uh, through the end. So it's really hot in this room. And uh, peering around that brazier are three shapes that look quite fiery and slightly elemental. And we'll stop there. Thanks for listening to Side Eye Number 5, The Fire Down Below. 
all Gouda. I had a lot of fun DMing for Alex and his ridiculous cowboy. I hope you had as much fun as I did, and if you feel like supporting us, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash beholders iPod, and you can get lovely perks such as an early release a week before the main line comes out for $5 a month. And if you don't have that kind of cash, that's fine. You can just help us out by leaving us reviews over on Apple or whatever podcast review site you can find and tell your friends about us. That's the best way to spread the love of the podcast world. You can find all of us on Twitter. The show as a whole is at Beholders iPod. Alex at Alex the DMBE. Ben is at Miro4D2. Sam is at Samsalot007, and Kim is at Metzgirl. Ryan, the missing player from these shenanigans, is at DuffDuffTheThird. Flow and content editing by Sam Kinneri, and music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music today was from FilmMusic.io, Earth Prelude, Mist on the Moor, Moonlight Hall, Impending Boom, Majestic Hills, Malicious, The Descent, Rights, Darkest Child, The Pyre by Kevin MacLeod from Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license. HTTP colon forward slash forward slash creative commons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0 forward slash. Sound effects were by zapsplat.com. And if you listened this far, go out there and tweet at Beholder's iPod telling Alex the best thing you found about his cowboy.